Hello and welcome to the Ultimate Audio Bang, Rock Paper Shotgun's fortnightly podcast where we keep you updated on all things online shooters. And as always, today I'm joined by Imogen. How's it going? Uh, it's going very good. Yeah, uh, we we're we're a few weeks late on this one um, because it was very busy last week because of the Game Awards. Um, but we're back for a, a final Christmas episode, uh, and sadly, I have to say, my final episode of the Ultimate Audio Bang. Yeah, it is very sad. I was going to sort of say it in the intro like a bit, but I was like, no, I'll, you know, I just I couldn't <laughs> bring myself. I was actually quite <laughs> quite sad, Imogen. Um, but you know. I, um... I, I assume it'll be. It has been really good. Yeah, I I very much enjoyed doing this. I have not done a podcast or been a co-host on a podcast, should I say, before this, um, and it's been really fun, like organizing it every week and going through the news and uh, and getting to chat about something for like an hour or so that that we're both really into. And it's been been nice talking to you as well because we didn't really talk a huge amount before we started this. Like, you know, we crossed paths in the office, but, but this has been <laughs> yeah, really that, nice. That's actually so true, isn't it? Like, the start of this podcast, we hadn't really had a proper chat before. No. And having, you know, done this podcast, we've actually got to know each other quite well. And, we like, have. we just and played some Halo together. Well. Yeah, we played, <laughs> played some Halo. Um, I actually need, I, you know, I've been meaning to play more games with you as well, actually, but yeah. I'm quite bad bad of that but you know hopefully even though this podcast saga will end we'll maybe pick up with someone else we'll have built that bond imogen we will, we will. <laughs> that's the main thing <laughs> um so yeah so it's a weird one it's tinge of sadness episode but we're going to try and it keep is. it like slightly festive we're going to try and raise yes. the you know raise the energy because it has been three weeks of of news and all sorts of things um building we've got lots to go through as well yeah. lots and lots of news to talk about um we'll, we'll try i'll try not to drag that out for too long and we can just talk about some fun stuff afterwards but well yeah and, and that brings us perfectly uh into the news uh which is the part where imogen will take us through what's been going on uh over the last three weeks in uh in shooter newsland So uh, the first stuff I'm going to talk about are some quite serious ones um, because we're going to probably talk about these games a little bit more as the podcast goes on and I feel like it's good to get these out of the way and you know get things squared up uh, first. Um, so the first story I have is uh, that the Bungie CEO has apologised um, after quite a damning report has come out um, sort of alleging a, a really toxic studio culture, um, which is sad to hear. So Bungie, the Destiny devs... Um, uh, a report by IGN sort of said that they had a lot of problems in their narrative team um, with sort of allegedly very, very toxic um, leadership uh, and stuff like that. And it's it's sad stuff to read because obviously we've read a lot of this kind of thing over the last couple of months um, from various studios. Um, and the CEO has issued a statement um, apologizing, basically. Um, and it, like, it's a fairly decent apology. It's, it's not, it doesn't seem uh, as empty as, again, some of the others we've seen recently. Um, and I will say that there is a a kind of light lighter tone to this story than, than other stuff because uh some of the sources that spoke to IGN has said that um they actually can see that their leadership wants to try and change things um but it's like they don't really know how to go about it um so you know a, not a great story bit of a bit of a downer um but like <laughs> not as bad as some of the other stuff we've seen recently but again very important to um talk about and, and appreciate that one yeah yeah it's not uh it's not amazing news this is it but the one thing i guess it is this that slight sort of positive 
sort of bit to it. Um, they are trying, aren't they? Um, yeah. Which is good. Um, there's, there's definitely a sense of hope, I think, in IGN's um, report, for as much as it is obviously about allegations and it's all quite serious stuff. Um, yeah, there is there is a sense of hope, I think, amongst the the sources that they spoke to. Yeah, it's um, God. There's so much toxic culture stuff ingrained in a lot of these there studios. Is. It's uh, it's tough, isn't it? It's tough. Uh, it must be tough for you to sort of write all these things as well because there's just a lot of it. Um, it is. There has been, I feel like, a, an unreasonable amount of it this year. But then, yeah. like, it's important. Um, you know. Yeah, I have, exactly. I have a journalism degree, and I'm trained to write about serious stuff like this while being good. <laughs> with the law behind it uh so it's okay like i don't mind writing it um it's nice to have a break from writing it sometimes but hey uh it's important stuff to get out there so exactly yeah nice. um and speaking of more important stuff to get out there uh, we've got another one it's uh an activision blizzard catch-up uh on this one now um so activision blizzard who publish overwatch and call of duty and all that um have recently uh sent a letter to employees or an email um discouraging unionization efforts uh basically you know over the last year or so um there's been multiple reports multiple lawsuits um with full of allegations about how um about like sexual harassment and like alleged mistreatment and discrimination activism blizzard um yeah bad stuff uh, and seemingly kind of getting worse or not really improving um yeah because it, they've sent a union busting email essentially because a bunch of employees have started to try and unionize again kind of like a slightly positive turn on this one in that while activision blizzard seem to be trying to union bust the um employees have now officially started their strike um and have like started a fundraiser and a kind of have things in motion to start unionizing um which is the kind of yeah that's a, a positive tie to that one kind of um would just be nice if Activision Blizzard maybe acknowledge that. <laughs> yeah, I just want them to just like always go away. I just I want, I want to say I just want Activision just to go away at this point. Just like <laughs> please just let these people unionize and just yeah. Ugh, it just Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what I've got to say <laughs> about that. Yeah, it's, it's rough stuff. So this yeah. is kind of just one of the many updates uh, on Activision Blizzard recently, um, over the last week or so, there's been sort of more uproar because uh, Activision laid off uh, a bunch of QA testers from Raven Software, who uh, work on Call of Duty Warzone, I think. Um, so that was a, a lot kicked off from that as well. Uh, just worth kind of getting out of the way early in the podcast because we're going to talk about some of the games published by this company, but we obviously want to make sure that um, we're appreciating that Activision Blizzard aren't great so no <laughs> very not great very not great um but with that said uh we will move on uh to our our next news story um it is a call of duty one uh warzone uh, removing weapon bloom uh this is your area of yes. the woods <laughs> <laughs> oh i love my weapon bloom i do <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah um so when Warzone entered like the Pacific era, I guess, uh, when Vanguard kind of was integrated, when it came out and they integrated Warzone with Vanguard and all of that sort of stuff, um, Warzone sort of became home to like, I don't know how many weapons from Vanguard, but a lot of them. Um, and weirdly, uh, I think it was Raven Software, um, they sort of made the decision to add Weapon Bloom to these guns. Uh, and Weapon Bloom... Um, if you're not sure what that is, it's basically like bullet spread. So if you kind of hold down the trigger on one of these Vanguard guns in Warzone, 
Um, not all of your bullets will hit their target. Like some of them uh, will essentially be kind of like randomized and will like wait. They won't fly off like mad in like mad directions, but they, there's just an element of randomization, which means they might not fly straight. Essentially, um, and a lot of people just weren't really happy with it. Mm. Um, I saw quite a lot of clips of people. You know, the usual stuff where people are aimed in, and it's very clear that they should be hitting their shots, and they just weren't. Um, which kind of sucks because uh, Warzone hasn't had this sort of problem before. Um, so yeah, uh, basically that they, they sort of patched, they've recognized the issue and they're sort of beginning the gradual removal that like they're literally totally removing bloom. Um, but they, that's going to take time. And this was like the first step uh, doing so. And that was kind of, they kind of, I think just reduced uh, a large amount of it basically but it's going to take time for it to be fully gone, um, which is good. I actually admittedly haven't played Warzone since the new like map and all of that sort of stuff. So I can't speak oh, yeah. for like how, you know, how much of a change it is, but um, I think it seems positive at least people seem to be fairly happy about it. So um, good stuff. It's just weird yeah. how they thought, you know, why they bothered to, to add it in the first place i think sort of my hunch and a few other people's hunch like you know on reddit and things were like basically vanguard weapons um they can have 10 attachments on them as opposed to like one one warfare and the other cod offerings of five they can almost you can almost kind of double double the stats so they were like maybe this will compensate for it if we add weapon bloom but this is an interesting one because i actually didn't know what Weapon Bloom was before this story came out. Um, like, over the last couple of weeks, it's been talked about loads. And, like, I know what Weapon Bloom is. I didn't know that it was called Weapon Bloom, if you get me. Yeah. Like, I didn't know that that's what that was. I thought that was just, like, bullet spread or, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Because when I I also learned it when I covered this story. Mm. Um, I thought Weapon Bloom was, like, I'd only ever heard kind of the term bloom in FPSs when uh, changing like my reticule in an FPS. Oh yeah, in like graphic settings and stuff, right? Yeah, like yeah. I, I, I still don't really know what it means in graphic settings, but <laughs> like there's bloom in graphic settings and sometimes like bloom in your reticule, so it like expands when you shoot more. Um, so I, I guess that kind of ties into the whole bullet spread thing. Um yeah, I, I just, it's just an interesting. Yeah, I, just, I thought it was bullet spread. I, I've always called it bullet spread. Like, I play games like Valorant where there is a really specific bullet spread to each gun that you use, and like learning how to do each of those properly is like a part of playing the game. I didn't know it's called Weapon Bloom. I've never heard it called Weapon Bloom, but there, there you go. <laughs> will you ever consider calling it Weapon Bloom in the no, future? No, I will not. No. <laughs> I will okay. not. This is the, this is the same conversation we had before with about like wall banging and stuff. I'm like, no, stupid names for stupid stuff. I'm not going to call it a penetratable wall. I'm going to call it wall banging. <laughs> because bullet spread is just like far clearer. Like weapon yeah. bloom is just it doesn't yeah. mean weapon it, bloom. I think you got flowers on your gun. What's yeah. that? What's that about What's bullet that? spread? I know what that means. There's bullets not going in the exact direction you want them to be. They are spreading out. Yeah, I. I digress. I don't know why they've done it. They have. And now we both know what Weapon Bloom means and we won't ever use it. No. Um, no. So, yes. Nice. <laughs> nice. Glad we've learned that one. Yeah. Uh, next up on the news docket is uh, our first look at the Halo TV series. Um, it looks Ooh. good. 
Yeah, this was another one that. that oh yeah, wrote. this is me, um, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, Mr. John Halo on the television. <laughs> here he here he comes. There he is. Um, <laughs> yeah, like it looks good. I I I'm not sure kind of what to add from my perspective because I've not been a Halo person in the past. But like, hey, like the sci-fi looks fantastic. I I love a good sci-fi show. Um, like the backgrounds and oh, the planets rather look amazing. Like. Definitely it, it somewhere does, I would want it? to explore in person. Yeah, sort of like again, I'm I'm not really like a massive, massive Halo like law um mm. person. Um so I was also kind of going into this like fairly fresh faced and it, it does look quite good. Um I think I'm also same boat to you. The backgrounds look nice. Like, yeah, I, cool. I don't know what it is. Like there's a lot of big sweeping shots in this of like a big city and like a big deserty planet. Uh, and then there's one that's like inside. Uh, I don't know what it is, like a like an underground city or like cave systemy kind of thing. And yeah. it just looks it looks really cool. I don't know. I yeah, I'm I'm a fan. Is the sort of thing that maybe would look nice in art on a wall somewhere. You know. Yeah. That's, that's the shot she wanted a trailer because that's what you want to draw people in with. It looks nice. Yeah, there's like a lot of sweeping cities and then like yeah. lots of close ups of faces of like people um, who also look cool. Um, so I, I'm into it. Uh, it doesn't look kind of terrible. I think all, with mm. these live action things, you can always sort of tell <laughs> if they're going to be terrible yeah. or not. Um, it's always so, a bit so hit far. and miss with uh, video gamey adaptations. Yeah. And like, I sort of wonder how much Master Chief is like actually going to play um, yeah. in, in this because he doesn't say a lot. Uh, mm. So, and I've not watched The Mandalorian, so I assume The Mandalorian Man doesn't say a lot either. So maybe they're going to borrow some yeah. from uh, that. That's a good point. He doesn't say a lot, but I suppose he he does a lot. Actually, he says a lot more like towards the end of the. Oh, does he? Like, does he sort yeah. of like open he up starts a talking bit? more? Yeah, he opens up. I think that's like part of his story thing is that he becomes more open and less like rigid to the the Mandalorian code. I don't know. I don't think John Halo's got a Master Chief code. <laughs> Does he have a Spartan yeah, code? I, 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 don't I, don't, so. I don't know if John Holo follows a Spartan code, but I wouldn't be surprised if they borrow no. from the Mandalorian and just he begins to open up. Maybe yeah. he becomes really chatty. It uh, does look a bit Star Wars-y, to be fair, but that's, I feel like it's hard to make sci-fi um, like realism these days without it looking like something from Star Wars, because Star Wars has done absolutely everything. Yeah. Every sci-fi background you can think of, I think Star Wars has done. So I feel like your dream would be like, this but not halo and instead mass effect oh god yeah oh absolutely do you know what there's a new story that i've not put on here that the because this is not really relevant but uh the bloody henry cavill saying that he would like to be uh and he said recently he'd like to be in a mass effect tv show like if that's the thing that's going to happen he would absolutely like audition to be in it and i was like hell yeah let's go <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I wish we could talk more, but we can't because it's not we an can't. FPS. But no, it's not. Yes, it's not it's, relevant. It's a dream. Maybe one day it could happen. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> next up, we have PUBG. It's going free to play next year. Um, oh, yeah. Which I, seems, I, I'm immediately going to bring this down. Seems a little late. Like, there are so many free to play battle royales that are absolutely incredible. PUBG yeah. has not been one of them for the past like however many years it's been out, and so I have no real interest in it. Um, like if it's going to be free, I'll give it a go because that's the reason I've not played it so far is because it costs what like thirty quid, and Apex Legends is free. So you know, 
Yeah, I also just don't think you're gonna like it because no, I don't think I'm gonna like it either. <laughs> I know, like your taste. I've like learned your taste in these shooters uh, over time, and it's like probably hits the nail on the head for the thing you like dislike the most. Um, yeah, but I guess yeah, the fact that that you're saying that you will at least try it. Yeah, if it's gonna free. be free, like there's no reason for me not to just download it, jump in, and have a go. I don't think that I will keep it installed for long. But <laughs> I, I've always wanted to. Well, when the, it first came out, I was really interested in the battle royale thing, and that was kind of one of the first ones um, that was available. But I played Fortnite instead for like oh, a month. Right. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't like Fortnite much either, to be fair. But I yeah. played that a bit because it's kind of a fun romp with friends, um, and I played that a little bit here and there instead of PUBG because I I just didn't want to buy it. I was in uni at the time, and I I was gonna of course play the free cartoony looking game rather than the slightly realistic looking i don't really know <laughs> yeah it's like 20 28 pounds like nearly 30 pounds mm. for what is actually pretty jank like it's pretty <laughs> like i've been back to it multiple times thinking cool it's been a while let's give PUBG a go i bet it's smoother and like nicer to play and it is a little bit but it feels ancient like I feel like you're going to go from Apex to this and just be like, Jesus Christ, this is so slow. Like, yeah. this is horrible. Um, like, I'm sure there are people who love this game and that's totally fair enough. Um, I just feel like some of the screenshots, man, I, they look a bit like PS3 game. It looks a bit like a PS3 game. Like, I can't help it. it did not, <laughs> even the graphics don't look great. Yeah, it's not it's Maybe it's just the screenshots that we have on the site. But perhaps we just they just haven't given us good press screenshots. But yeah uh, i think you're right though i don't think it looks that good it's just an old looking game um mm. and i think like the one the one thing about this which i guess is is positive is that if you or like already did own PUBG or do own it um you don't have to pay to like um wait hang on how what have i i'm, what, I'm what getting myself saying? confused i think what i'm trying to say is that there's a battle plus there's a battlegrounds plus account jesus christ and um you can sort of pay a one-off fee of like 12.99 and that will kind of upgrade you from a free-to-play account to like one that lets you access like rank modes and like the career tab and custom right. matches and things. so you just get that for free if you've so already yes, bought the game that's what i was trying to say and then my I brain see. shut down um, <laughs> so yeah well, that's, that's kind of good. So that's okay, isn't it? It's not like although, it... <laughs> <laughs> like charging people to play ranked. It is. It is a little Ooh. bit devious, isn't it? <laughs> it's like, yeah. and you, you probably got. Yeah, I don't know the career tab as well and the custom. They all sort of feel like they were there before, and now you have to kind of pay for them. And it's, I don't know. Mm. Um, long time coming. It's not, it's not a bad deal, but it's not. Yeah, it's a long time coming. I just. Yeah, bit too little, too late, kind of. Probably, I think it, you almost do wonder if it's like. I mean, PUBG could be really popular. I haven't looked at the looked at the numbers, I think but it still sort of... is pretty popular. But there's other just... stuff that's. Better. Yeah, I just get the sense that this is kind of like another push to maybe get more players, or like you know, one final hurrah before they yeah. move on to something else, kind of thing. Yeah. Um. But I probably won't. I'm just gonna be totally honest. I I don't think I'll go back. Like I'm, I'm PUBG's done. Um, sorry. Had its time. Yeah, 
I'll be interested to hear your thoughts one day. Um, one day. On, I mean, I know what they're going to be. But... <laughs> <laughs> it comes out in January. I, I'll come back for for like five minute long little audio clip. So, yeah, yes, yeah, like shit, I hated it. <laughs> yeah, we'll, <laughs> yeah. We'll do like a. Well, it could be an hour long special of you just dunking. Oh, it could PUBG. be. Yeah. We, could, we could bring oh, you back. Yeah. Just let me week. complain for an hour. Love that. <laughs> Let's make it happen. <laughs> All right, moving on before I complain anymore. Um, Halo Infinite's out. That's had that happened since we've last done a podcast. It's just the oh, Halo yeah, Infinite's just goodness. out now. Yeah. Which is nuts. Um it I don't know why I've put this new story on because it's very specific to it being um before, but I, I, you couldn't preload Halo Infinite before that it came out, which was a kind of weird thing to that do with weird. the new game. Um but you could download the multiplayer beta and it would make the campaign download quicker because you had to download you could download the multiplayer on its own when like now. Um or you have to download the campaign with the multiplayer you can't just have the campaign because presumably things are linked to it which which kind of makes sense if other games do that um but yeah they don't have a preload which is kind of odd so yeah. that is but. weird it's in, in like the year 2021 to not have a preload yeah um for a game as big as halo is a Very weird peculiar. move hmm. um have you have you given the campaign a go at all or are you just i have not, not. um i have played a little bit more of the multiplayer um i've done some some big team battles and stuff now um and had a little romp in those and those are they're fun i've I've enjoyed it um i yeah haven't tried the campaign yet kind of want to wait till the co-op is out because i don't think that it will hold my interest enough me playing it by myself and i think i would like to have a friend with me to go through it with um i think i'm in the same boat as you to be honest i I, i'm sort of holding off on campaign because i think i'm i feel like the open world's gonna feel a bit empty when you're on your own yeah um i think halo campaigns are always just a little bit better when you're with mates you can sort of just chat and mess about and yeah i think that was um, one of the the beauties of halo like i i when i play combat evolved um which was literally this year a few months ago um i played it with my partner because neither of us have really played any of the halo games before we weren't xbox kids um and so yeah we, we tried combat evolve together and it, i didn't really like combat evolve but it was more fun for the fact that i was playing it with someone so, yeah um i'm kind of hoping that obviously infinite's campaign I, i'm expecting to be a, a whole lot better um and then obviously having him with me would be even better so yeah that's 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 my thoughts anyway <laughs> i'll do them very good thoughts i yeah. i i'm pretty much like in the same boat i'm just gonna wait until come up and i'm not gonna yeah. touch it like otherwise I'm sort of having some fun with the multiplayer. I still play it here and there, but um, maybe not as much as I thought I would. I sort of dip in here and there, but I, it it's not, yeah, nowhere near yeah. as much as when I was playing sort of Warzone stuff. I'm like, but yeah. It's an interesting one, that, because I also thought that within my friend group, we'd all kind of migrate to Halo for a little bit, um, and we just really haven't. <laughs> uh, yeah. We just, we just still play Valorant like every other evening. Um and like the occasion we, we drop into a little bit of Halo, but it's always like for one or two games and then we stop because we've got enough people to play Valorant or, or like or Apex or something. Like it's a weird one. I don't know. It's just, it's not become as big of a, a deal in my kind of circles as I thought it would. Do you reckon that's because like Halo is maybe less sort of tactical and that like when you play Valorant with your mates, you can kind of get really sort of involved with everyone and kind of you know work together on the things was halo's a little bit more kind of like let's have fun and mess around and it's maybe actually less fun as a result i don't know 
Yeah, partially. Although, I mean, we, we also play a lot of Apex and occasionally Overwatch as well, which are kind of equally as kind of, you know, fuck around games. Uh, although yeah. maybe not equally as so. They, they do both require a little bit more, I don't know, tactics, I think, than, than Halo does. But um, I don't know. I think that maybe Halo is just a little bit boring compared to those games. And that's that's completely my opinion. Um, <laughs> I could just feel these people just like... <laughs> like, it's not boring. It isn't a boring game. I just mean compared to other games with a bit more going on. That makes sense. Yeah, I get uh, you. I don't know. Either, like, that's, Overwatch that's, isn't yeah. great. I haven't played that in months, but um, yeah. Overwatch is just stressful, know. isn't it? I, it I, is stressful. I just, but maybe I that's what I need. Maybe I need the stress. <laughs> because Valorant is also incredibly stressful. Yeah, uh, it is. Oh my I think god. I, just, I can't just relax and play a shooter. I, I have to be on the verge of being tilted um, to have fun, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> that is... Yeah, I don't know. I think I'm in the, in the opposite uh, mind space to you at the moment. It's like, like, please let me relax. <laughs> yeah, I just really want to relax. But I know that deep down, I'm also quite similar to you. That if I really get into a shooter, it's because I actually really care about winning yeah. and I want to do really well. Yeah. Um. So maybe one day <laughs> I'll get out of this mode. But maybe, maybe. Um. Anyway, well, with more Halo headlines, um, we've got some kind of weird news. So, uh. You can't currently replay story missions um, in Halo Infinite's campaign, um, but 343 are working on it, um, so that that should change. That's Um, weird. (laughs) Yeah, I think a lot of people found it very odd because the old Halo games, like that was a huge thing that you could just go back and replay campaign missions whenever you wanted, like with your friends or or whatever. Um, So yeah, a kind of odd thing to not just be able to do. I think it doesn't lock you out of anything. I think you can still get um, all of your collectibles or whatever else you need. Um, but yeah, if you want to replay specific missions, you would have to just restart the campaign or like start a new save file, um, which I dislike. Um, but yeah, that that should change. I think I think it's probably not as bad that it's only single player. If it was, if they had co-op in, I think that'd be more annoying because I can imagine like if you're with your friends, you're more likely to want to go back and sort of run through stuff. And and does that make sense? Yes. I might yeah. kind of ramble in there. No, don't worry. It- <laughs> <laughs> It does make sense. It's a rambly podcast. It is. It would just, yeah. (laughs) It's it's all just crumbling around us. It is. Um, Yeah, no, I get you. And it, it's just, again, it's just, it seems like another symptom of it not sort of being finished. I don't know. Yeah. Um, But hey, at least it's being being added. Um, It's kind of like listening to an album and then just like, Having to not not being able to then like pick each track again and like pick oh, out what, your favorite. Oh, what? Just having to go back to the start of the album. <laughs> you have to like go back to the start yeah. of the album to like listen to your favorites again, and that's quite annoying. Um, so, yeah, I would not like that. <laughs> oh dear. All right. Next up in Halo Town, um, Halo Infinite has fourteen hidden multiplayer modes on PC, um, which is exciting. Oh wow. Um, yeah. So uh, they're not. I think totally playable um, right now. Um, so this new story is from a couple of weeks ago, so it's entirely possible that they have um, been hidden again now. Um, I've not had time to check before the pod, um, but uh, basically, a Reddit user went um, open Halo Infinite offline um, in offline mode on Steam, um, and when you're offline, you for some reason can see a bunch of game modes that aren't actually in the live game. Uh, you could then this person was saying that you could save them um, and you could then like share them with your friends and actually play them so you could have them online um, but 
like since I think they've said that there has been issues saving them. So it's entirely possible the devs have stopped people from being able to do that now. Um, but it's a kind of example of stuff that's probably on the way. Um, so at the moment, uh, Halo Infinite has 17 multiplayer modes um, that you're like allowed to see, like Oddball and Slayer and Catch the Flag and that. Um, but there's 14 extra modes, basically, um, that you can see uh, if you open offline. So there's a new mode in there. So it's a lot of kind of uh, remix stuff. So you've got like arena modes, fiesta and tactical stuff. Um, but there is a new mode, like sub mode of those called attrition. Um, and let's have a look. Oh, yeah. Entirely what attrition does. I also am looking at it. I'm like, I, I sort of recognize the name. Um, but I also yeah, so attrition, it gives each team a limited number of respawns. Um, so you win by depleting your opponents. Um, so that's like, you know, oh, a, a typical cool. game mode you've probably seen around. I'm not sure if it's been in Halo. I, I have not. Yeah, I, I also don't. I don't know why it rings a bell, but probably because it's. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just, <laughs> I, I don't know. Just does. Yeah, but there's, the, there's a couple of arena attrition modes with a, attrition dodgeball as well um, and a attrition fiesta mode as well so uh, a bunch of kind of remixed stuff um, that's not been in yet and some rank modes as well so uh, worth having a look at that that list on rockpapershotgun.com because um, I expect that uh, these will come down the line either like towards like later in this current season or like in the next season um, yeah will be worth for them to be in the game uh, and never come out so yeah I, I like I know that one of them is in the game because i played the other oh, day yeah. for a little bit um and that was just tactical slayer not like the others like there's there's sort of more specific ones in in the list yes. um but it was just general tactical slayer you can now sort of just jump into a playlist of that and that's kind nice. of um i think it was called swat back in sort of other halos um mm. where it's kind of like you don't have a shield um, everyone starts with a sort of three round burst battle rifle and it's like headshots at like just crazy amounts of damage. Um, so it's a bit like almost like Valorant or like Counter-Strike <laughs> in that sense. Oh, um, so yeah, that is that is available now and it's quite fun. Um, awesome. Albeit a little, it's quite unforgiving uh, if you don't ah. kind of like that uh, kind of dink dink to head and die immediately kind of game i see yeah yep. that play style um so yeah it was fun very cool indeed um next up uh we have more halo um <laughs> xbox Lovely. or microsoft microsoft and uh swarovski did it collaboration collaboration uh <laughs> <laughs> to make uh halo themes swarovski crystals <laughs> and they yeah, like so. There's uh, Master Chief's helmet, um, and his his sword, his his little laser sword, oh, wow, energy yeah. sword, the Covenant energy sword. Uh, they look great. I don't really understand wh- why or how this collaboration came about. I think I read it in the post of like who decided on this. Who at Xbox thought? Do you know who I'm going to email today? <laughs> Swarovski, or who at Swarovski went? Man, I really like Halo. I'm gonna email Microsoft. Yeah, just curious, curious how that came about. Like, uh, are these are these like life size? Like, <laughs> no, so I think they're quite small. Okay, I don't they're know. Not Chris, I like don't know. Some like giant, <laughs> like giant. You can't, it's not a helmet you could actually wear or a sword you could actually use. They're like dinky little things. Um, I'm looking around the room for something that's roughly the same. I don't, I don't even know. Uh, like probably yeah, smaller it, than a mouse. 
Yeah, because I'm sort of thinking like I don't actually know my crystal. I've never sort of purchased a Swarovski. I can't even say it. Swarovski. Well, have you not? Have you never never purchased a Swarovski crystal? <laughs> I've never purchased one. I I don't know how like large they are on average. So I'm sort of thinking like, is it the size of a raisin, <laughs> like the helmet? No, so not not that small. Okay, uh, like the size of uh, like, like a mug. Like, so, Okay. <laughs> bit smaller than a mug <laughs> like ha- like half of a mug i think okay sort like of half, half of a mug i think that would be around the size of the helmet i think maybe the sword would be a little bit taller because it's it, it's a long boy um right i see so you can't i think just, i think yeah. that's that's roughly it. it it's the sort of thing that would come in like a you know like a ring box and you just, like a, yeah like they kind of kind of that sort of size i think okay I guess you could sort of propose to your partner with... <laughs> with Yeah, why not? I, that would be quite a big crystal on a ring, but you know what? Why not? <laughs> yeah, it would be. Probably like very just not practical because um, I'd imagine no. the helmet's quite large and the sword would be incredibly pointy. But It'll hey, like if they like blade. Halo. Yeah, that's true. Perfect. Um, it is the perfect, the perfect yeah. gift. I mean, sadly, you can't actually buy these. You had to, you had to win them. Um, so it was part of like uh, charity sweepstakes um, for a StockX charity campaign, um, and you could also enter sweepstakes on the Swarovski website, um, which was for US residents only, which was sad. Um, there was one opportunity for people in the UK to get it, but you had to go to the Swarovski crystals uh, like shop in London. Oh right. Yeah. So, oh god. To like scan a QR code to be in with a chance. <laughs> oh my god. So, but if you like Halo, like that, you know, do that. That's cool. <laughs> That's true. I, I thing is, I would feel quite like underdressed if I went to like I wouldn't know what sort of attire to wear to the Swarovski London store, even just to scan my QR code. <laughs> See, I don't think they're that posh. Are they not? Like, they're they're like... kind of posh. Yeah, because they're kind of like high street. Crystal, high street crystals. I don't know. It's not like they're not like uh, it's really, of, really stupidly expensive things in there. I don't think they do a lot of jewelry, but it's not. It's no. They they do sell Swarovski. I think in other jewelry like shops on the high street. So it's not. Okay, it's not like a super like, like exclusive. Yeah, it's not exclusive. Uh, okay, okay. So I could sort of turn up in like jeans. Yeah, uh, I think you'd be right. I don't think they kick you out. <laughs> <laughs> just like look at my trainers, and be like, no, you're not getting in here. <laughs> um, oh wow, I can get Swarovski masks. Sorry, I'm now just on the website. You're now just on a Swarovski <laughs> rabbit hole. <laughs> Seventy-five pound for a Swarovski mask. Oh, there you go. Which is yeah, you look absolutely ridiculous because uh, it's just a mask studded with Swarovski crystals. Just <laughs> really horrible, actually. Um, but yes, good, <laughs> good. We, we we learn so much. We just learn so much. We do. Uh, that, I hope it is... never ends. <laughs> <laughs> that is the end of my Halo story. So we, we're free of the Halo. Um, but we're going straight back in for some more Call of Duty. Uh, the new Pacific map is out, and it's adding dogfighting. And their new, they're adding the new anti cheat uh, ricochet, isn't it? They're adding improvements yes. to ricochet. Um, and that was God. This was a couple weeks God. ago now. So yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, what well, the new map. Um yeah, I'm just looking at it now. It was a little while ago. Uh but the new map is out. Um it looks cool. It's sort of maybe slightly reminiscent of the Apex like beach one. Like it's, yeah, a, it's a bit of a long island. shot. Um but yeah, it's like a new beachy island. Um 
a lot sort of brighter than Verdansk, which is very grey. Mm. Um, this is, yeah, sort of beaches and palm trees and nice blue sea and stuff. Um, and a lot more, it seems to be a lot more sort of locations and points of interest, which is cool. Um, nice. And it adds like fighter planes, which are new. Um, you can only sort of get helicopters in Verdansk, because this time you can sort of engage in some dogfighting, which is, which is fun. Um, although <clears throat> I heard... They've since patched it out, but I heard that like you could fly a fighter plane and you would like auto lock on to people that were parachuting into the map, which I don't think was intentional and <laughs> doesn't sound too fun. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's it's out and, and Ricochet, um, the new sort of anti cheat like colonel level driver, which is sort yeah. of slightly reminiscent of Valorant's offerings. Yeah. Um, that's also sort of. See, I think just like today or since yesterday, it's like kind of rolled out worldwide. Um, but I'm sort of seeing some stuff just on Twitter where it's like it hasn't really done a huge amount to deter cheaters. I could be totally Ooh. wrong. Uh, you know, it might just not have totally rolled out and maybe they thought it had or something. Um, so we'll see how that sort of develops because it <laughs> will we'll know. The community will let us know if they're unhappy about I'm that. I'm sure one. they will. Um, so yeah, I, I I haven't jumped back into into Warzone since I don't know why I just haven't. Um, but hopefully I will be able to jump in soon. So loads of time over the over the Christmas period to try out that that shiny new map. Exactly. Uh, next up, we have some Overwatch news, which we don't have very often. Um, a couple of weeks ago, they started doing new experimental modes. Um, and if you don't remember what the experimental modes were, uh, they introduced it, I think, a couple of years ago. It was you know, called an experimental card that occasionally pops up in the game. And it's just for testing out balance changes and stuff like that. Some weird and wonderful tweaks to, to characters. Um, and a couple of weeks ago, they they kind of brought back the experimental mode. They hadn't done anything with it in a while. It's kind of like what they use to test internal like balance changes, rather. But rather than putting it on the PTR, they put it in this because it's it's kind of more likely stuff that's not like like going to head to the game really yeah. realistically. Um, and they've been using it uh, for a kind of content creator fun thing recently. So they've had a bunch of like Overwatch streamers and people like that invent some balance changes for different characters and they've been sort of chopping and changing those in to the experimental card over the last couple of weeks and they've been kind of really fun and really weird uh so i played it a couple of weeks ago when they had some changes on roadhog that meant when you use his ultimate which is like firing that big like chain gun if you press it at the ground it just sends you into the sky like a little little jetpack oh, right. which is really fun That's cool. there was a change on genji which meant that his if he wall climbed um, it would reset his double jump so he could basically fly because all he had to do was tap a wall and he could double jump pretty much infinitely. <laughs> um, oh and then God. they also they put a Christmas hat on Arisa, you know, which is nice. It's just, it's nice to see them using, it's nice to see Blizzard using this for like a fun purpose and not just kind of random balance changes that don't really affect a huge amount or aren't particularly fun to play around with. They've kind of let these content creators go a bit wild with their suggestions and have put them all in. And it's been really interesting to see that they had some good ones with um, May and Lucio in that. So when May goes into her little ice block, if she goes into her ice block in the air and lands on someone, it insta-kills them. Uh, <laughs> That's really <laughs> And there's good. been some really funny Reddit clips of that kind of thing. Same, same as Lucio when he uses his ultimate which is um, he hits the ground and it puts shields on everybody. When he does that kind of like drop the beat and he hits the ground, 
again, if he's doing that from from height and he lands on someone, insta-kill. <laughs> so it's just it's just kind of like amusing little changes like that. And it's been nice to see. That's really good. I, I like... I always find with these, at least when Overwatch was kind of at its peak, like I used to look at the patch notes and it would take it like really seriously. Like yeah. it was all really serious and like I would I would not like it if abilities would change and all of that sort of stuff. Um, so it is quite nice that they've kind of just loosened up and gone like, you know what, fuck it, we're just going to get absolutely mad and just actually let you guys have fun with stuff and just really mix yeah. it up. Um, which I don't, I don't think like a lot of other games have really done. Like I feel like this is, I don't know, not a first, but certainly it's new to me anyway. I don't, I yeah, don't know. I think many games have done. Blizzard this. have been kind of fun with Overwatch stuff in the past. Like for April Fool's Days, occasionally they've put googly eyes on all the characters, and they've done like little silly things like that, which has been nice. Uh, so they're kind of no, they're not strangers to to doing daft stuff like this. It's nice, it's nice to see them do it in like a, a slightly bigger way. But yeah, no, you're right. I can't think of. I don't think Apex has ever done anything like that, or or Valorant, to my knowledge. Yeah, to sort of just yeah to use like an experimental server for like its actual sort of full full on purpose yeah. of literal experiments here. Like it's just maybe even taking some inspiration from stuff, seeing if it sticks and yeah, what what could actually be like a fun new mechanic or something. Um, yeah, but it's like the maybe. I'm also just in shock because it's like the first Overwatch update that you've just told me about that like I kind of care about. <laughs> um, yes, exactly that. I think Overwatch haven't had any interesting updates in a while now. You know, everybody's still waiting for the sequel that's seemingly never going to come out. Oh. Uh, so, yeah, uh, yeah. But this is this is cool. It's like nice to see Overwatch like do something new uh which sounds like a horrible roast and a burn but like it just is it's like it's nice um it is it is nice. so yes more of this maybe <laughs> all right my last last news story uh is a sieged one because we don't often talk about oh. rainbow six siege but so, uh yeah careful. they've got a, a new operator um and she's she's an irish an irish defender with grenades that shoot little blades out of them which is fun. <laughs> oh, wow. Why, why, why not? Yeah. Uh, I haven't played Siege in a while. Um, I and, and I'm looking forward yeah. to, to extraction. It's kind of my only kind of running knowledge of Siege at the moment is keeping up with that. But uh, yeah, Rainbow Six Siege, it, it was a good game. I've not played it a lot. They continue to add loads of characters to it. And I think it continues to have a really healthy player base. I feel like I, I always feel like I want to get back into it. Um, yeah, I, I, I think I'm in the same boat as you again. Like, I had a lot of fun with it when it first arrived, and mm. I, it's. I thought it was like quite unique, like not a lot, a lot of these FPS sort of you know um, tactical shooters, or whatever that unique. But this felt like really cool, like yeah. you know having to throw your drones out at the start of each match to scan stuff and putting up barricades, and it just felt it just really tense. Like yeah, um, it's when... a unique type of tactical. Like it's yeah. very, very, very much stealth based. It's not tactical in the same way that Valorant is. But yeah, it's very, very stealthy, which was fun. Yeah, uh, it's it, and I thought the operators were great. I just don't know why I just sort of fell off it um, in the end. Um, mm. and, and maybe I'm a bit—I don't know about you, but I'm I'm perhaps a bit intimidated by going back just because they have added like so much that yes, I, I just I, I'm so lost. Like I don't know half of these operators anymore. Yeah, I and... think that's forever the problem with games like this, and and like with Destiny and stuff, is that as they continue to go on, they add so much content that you have to then learn. 
Although I suppose you don't have to. I guess going back, I feel like this is easier to go back to than Destiny because you can go back and play old operators that you've got unlocked. Um, yeah. And kind of have a familiarity with what you're supposed to be doing. The, the scary point then is seeing new operators and being like, oh God, what do they do? And what are they going to kill me with? Because yeah. <laughs> you've got you... no idea what their kit is. And this person has, who's called Thorn, which I, which Thorn. I like. I, Very good name. I, you know, big into that. Mm-hmm. Um, I I would like, you know, I'd like to main her considering she she has my second name, which is great. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, and the grenades sound cool. Like any any grenade that throws out stuff that then stabs other stuff is is good. Yeah, um, I mean, from the trailer as well, like they're insta-kill if you get caught in that. <laughs> Oh my God. Like if you don't, I, I assume that they're fairly easy to kind of recognize. Like you, it's something you should be looking out for. You should always be looking out for defenders' traps if you're attacking uh, in siege. But yeah, I think if you get caught in them, I, I think that's a death right there on the spot. Yeah, you just get shredded up. Um, but no, yeah, maybe one day I'll, I'll sort of try Rainbow Six Siege. Yeah. But there's just so there's just so much choice now. It's it is hard to like sort of pick and choose which ones you really want to dedicate your time yeah. to. Um. But hey, and we have oh. Halo now too. So many, yeah, so many. Right, that is my last last news story of the day. My God, um, and do you have uh, an Apex ranked update for us? Oh, I do. I, it's not I a good one. It's oh, not no. a good one. <laughs> we so I, me and my friend have been trying to rank up. So we got into plat success. I yes. think we mentioned that last time. Um, we then got about 400 RP into plat. We're doing really well, nice and consistently earning that RP. Then we had about a week. We lost all of it um, and went down to the bottom of plat again. Oh, no. That's, um, that's just devastating news. And the rank split ends in like a week and we have hard given up. <laughs> um, so you can't, once you're in a... Uh, once you're in a, a rank, you can't like demote from that rank. You can only demote within the rank if you know what i mean so apex has once you're in platinum for example there's plat four to plat three to plat two to plat one and then you'd be in diamond um so we're it we're at the bottom of plat four because we we physically can't <laughs> crawl our way out of it uh so we had that losing streak i was like right we're not playing apex for like a week did that and the week after we came back to it and we kind of we, we're kind of gradually getting the rp back up again but it nowhere near a fast enough rate that we're going to hit diamond before the end of this rank split which is very sad um but do you know what? Made it to plat, and I'm kind of alright with that. I, I feel like I'm a very hard stuck plat in every single first person shooter I play. And maybe that's just my life. Maybe that's just who I am, Ed. So <laughs> you, you just resigned yourself now. Yeah. I will let you talk yourself out of becoming Diamond here, Jim. But <laughs> maybe next season. Maybe next season, now that you know, I've had a whole season to practice this map and practice characters, and I can go back in it with a fresh. <laughs> fresh perspective. <laughs> oh, you're just yeah. you're just gonna hit plat, and you're just gonna have to I push am. through next. I need to push through. Season. Yeah, you need to break this is, this mentality you've got. <laughs> I've tried to push through plat in Overwatch so many times to the point where I got two RP or SR off of Diamond, and uh, and that was crushing because I I could not I couldn't quite push it into Diamond, uh, and yeah, and then this is it's just not happened in Apex either. But that that's my ranked update. It's not gone well. We've given up <laughs> next season, baby. <laughs> I, I thought maybe you'd have like a little wobble and then you'd, you know, you'd 
have maybe neared plat or no not plat sorry diamonds Near diamond, but yeah. this is no. <laughs> this is quite uh quite a big <laughs> but i will say what one small victory is that in doing this so once me and my friend we got into plat um it once you get to plat you can't queue with people who are um below gold and a bunch of our friends were in silver and bronze so what we did <laughs> was drag them up to gold so that all of our friends who play apex with us are now gold minimum so oh so we haven't so technically we've, we've kind of you know brought everybody else up to, to our level we we have we have yeah we've helped You've other people them. yeah instead of pushing our own goals we've helped other people and you know that if that isn't the spirit of christmas ed <laughs> 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 oh my god! In in giving up, you have also dragged up these other poor people yeah. into, into gold. That is the spirit of Christmas. You're right. We're helping others, not dragging. Helping. There is helping. beauty in this in this ranked <laughs> update somewhere. Wow. Well, that's that is slightly uh, devastating news. But um, <laughs> well, yeah. And here I was trying to segue really nicely into our. Christmas talking points. more Christmas stuff. <laughs> um, but it's fine. We're going to bring back the festive spirit. We are. We are. Um, in our points of interest. Uh, this is the part <laughs> of the pods where we uh, pick a point of interest, which was previously a theme, but we changed the name. Um, and for this week's chat, we're talking all things, uh, well, Christmas first, and then we'll lead into, into something else. which is stuff that we enjoyed covering. Um, but first, Christmas. Um, Christmas. I guess just a general question. Uh, are you sort of doing anything nice for Christmas? Are you keeping it low-key? Um, yeah. Do you mean gaming-wise? Uh, well, gaming-wise as well as everything-wise. Anything, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, anything goes. So gaming-wise, um, I've been playing a lot of apex's winter mode is christmas mode because it's it's fantastic they bring back the train which was um an old like a final point of interest <laughs> on the <laughs> world's edge map <laughs> <God>. <laughs> it was a an old point of interest and it's like it's, it's just a moving train and it goes around the track and the point of the the winter mode is you have there's three squads fighting against each other and you have to capture the train um, as it's going around, um, and it'll stop at different points where you've got to capture it. And it's really fun. It's just it's just a, an absolute laugh, uh, and you'll play really defensive characters and just throw loads of like shields and gas and stuff on the train to stop people from getting it. And it's it's just really 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 good. Um, and it kind of eliminates some of the the issues with the battle royale if you don't like that kind of style of game because it's more tight and you kind of get to do some more strategizing. And it's but it's in a really really fun way. So yeah, I'm having a lot of fun with that at the moment, gaming wise. Uh, and then other Christmas-wise, God, I don't know. I will probably be playing a bit of, well, more gaming. A bit of Minecraft. We've been doing a lot of Minecraft recently. Oh, um, yeah. Which is always a Christmas game for me, which is a weird one. Um, and then, yeah, Christmas will be doing the rounds, seeing family a bit this year, um, as much as we can, as much as it's safe to do so. Uh, last yeah. year, my my family who was supposed to be visiting uh, actually caught covid so me and my partner had to spend christmas alone oh, uh, no. so yeah we spent it alone which was nice it was still kind of it was interesting it was our first proper christmas together which was nice but um this year it'll be actually doing some some family rounds which will be yeah it'll be good to see people actually on christmas because last year our christmas with our families wasn't until april because that was when the country opened up again and you could see people so <laughs> well it, sound, it sounds good it sounds good to me 
Yeah. Like, how about you? I, to be honest, I, <laughs> I've not really played that many um, FPSs uh, recently. <laughs> um, what have you been uh, playing? This what is, have I been playing? This is a Christmas. It's, yeah, you, whatever it's, you want to play. Yeah. Um, so I've kind of, uh, I went down to Devon with some friends. I don't know when it was the other week. Um, and we played Demon Souls, which I don't think oh. is very Christmassy at all, but we had a PS5 well. there. Um, <laughs> and we played that, and that was fun, sort of. I think, actually, we were all just very frustrated by it because it's it's a Souls yeah. game, and it's really yeah. horrible. Um, but, so yeah, so I've been playing that. Um, also played a bit of the Switch. I've played quite a lot of Hades, weirdly. I'm, I'm back on Hades. That's a fantastic game. Yeah, I, I, you were, I remember you were, like, really big on that. I mean, we yeah. Read, Bits and pieces for RPS. Maybe that was our that. game of the year at RPS last year, Hades. God, that is madness, isn't it? That's yeah. a year old. Left early uh, access last year at some point. That was our, our game of the year. I believe I pumped most of my points into it so that it would win game of the year because <laughs> I really like it. <laughs> Just totally rigged. Oh, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah I, I for some reason i just have had like a resurgence of wanting to play hades um and i think that might be just because i quite like it's a good one to dip in and out of hades you can kind of play it for yes. a little bit do like a run and then just chill out and do something else and that's what yeah, i quite like sure. doing at the moment for whatever reason um and i've what have i done i feel like i'm just going to go on a ramble about hades now um, go for it. but i i've got to the bit where like um skelly i think his name is oh yeah uh, i've got to like do like eight skulls i've got to do like a certain challenge that basically increases the challenge um to eight skulls level which is quite hard at least for me um and then that makes it it more difficult yeah um and he will unveil something for me in like that area and i don't know what it is because i haven't managed to do like the eight skull challenge um so that's where I'm at, and it's uh, a lot of fun. I'm sort of unlocking Very all the good. aspects for the the weapons and things like that as well, whatever they're called. Like the again, just more modifiers for the weapons that make yeah. them way cooler uh, and change the way they operate. So yeah, um, and yeah. Otherwise, I also just started Eastward on Switch. I, I, oh yeah. I don't know why I did it because I know it's like a forty-hour game, um, <laughs> and so it's just, I'm just not going to finish it. Like I'm just going to stop. Uh, but it looks—it's super cool from what I played. It's super cool, and it's like fairly festive. It feels like quite fun. Um, it's like a fun, happy game. So I'm sure there's like a darker edge to it. Um, <laughs> but yes, uh, otherwise, general. Again, I'm I'm like fairly similar to you. I'm just going to keep it like fairly low key. Stay with yeah. family over Christmas and as you know largely be safe we haven't really got anyone visiting or anything like that um we'll just I'll just stay at home be a family and have a good Christmas dinner um Aww, be nice. stuff. I'm assuming you will also be having a Christmas dinner of some yeah form. we will multiple probably um oh, because my. yeah <laughs> well so this is the issue when you are you both you and your partner are both children of divorce you end up with like four families that all want to have a Christmas dinner with you. <laughs> so... Oh my god! Do you like? We won't be seeing them? all of them, but right. I was going to say, do you, you, of... do you have to say like, look, I can't be having another. <laughs> we are having at least two in a row, um, which I, which I think I can just about manage. Uh, any more than that? 
<laughs> that's and, then, and, then, and be right out. It's a lot, but that's that's all I'm going to eat for two days. Will just be two roast dinners, and I'll be done with it. <laughs> like, I also have to ask because I feel like you just have to. Of course. Um, are you a Brussels sprouts person, or are you not a? God a no, Brussels... do no, no. Please do not put those on my plate. <laughs> I do not want them. <laughs> It's so grim. You... Like there's nice, there's so many nice vegetables like broccoli, carrots. Love that. Don't you don't need Brussels sprouts. They're just unnecessary. That's I can I can see I can see your argument. I don't mind them, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I just had to say it just to see. Yeah, well, that's fair uh, enough. But you and with that, Ed's kicking me off the podcast. Goodbye, yeah, that's everyone. <laughs> I've had enough of this. <laughs> Um, are you a turkey fan? I feel yep, like you yeah, have to be. Turkey. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's fine then. If you weren't a turkey fan, I would be like, come on. I what guess. if I said I was vegetarian? What then? Uh, I would have let you off then. I would be like, okay, I can't, right, okay. I can't like, I can't dispute. Can't that. harbor any, yeah, no, uh, <laughs> any ill will for being. <laughs> yeah, I can't do that. <laughs> I, I would have be like immediately cancelled uh, for doing that. So that's you know. Um, so yeah, have you got any games in your? I feel like again, this isn't really FPSC, but whatever. Have you got any games in your like Christmas backlog that you're sort of thinking of of maybe, you yeah. know, picking up? So um, I I have already treated myself to uh the Pokemon Diamond and Pearl remake. Oh, um, because that's there. I I wasn't gonna pick them up because I wasn't sure about the art style. Um, but they are my it's my favorite generation, Generation Four Pokemon. Um, and it was my first. Pearl was actually my first Pokemon game, and then I went back and played all the Game Boy ones. So, oh, nice! Yeah, so I I have picked up Pearl because I I just I'm excited to it's it was my first one, and I I, I just really like generation. So that's that's my my little Christmas treat to myself, which I've already bought. But I'm not going to start until Christmas. I promise myself. It's currently sat in the box behind me. <laughs> oh, that is so! Uh, I I'm amazed you've not you know you've not yeah it's like literally right next tough. to me. I I is is my Switch isn't on my desk, so I that's that's been what's keeping me away because it would I would have to then go plug the switch in and charge it and then play it. So it's, I'm keeping the switch uncharged for now, so I can't physically play it. <laughs> All the tools to make sure yeah. you don't play it. Exactly. And what, what sort of starter do you usually go for? Um, uh, I, right, so I am kind of a bit... When I get asked this, I'm, I'm, I don't really have an answer to the question why, but um, I I pick the grass-type starter in every single game I play. Ah, every single Pokemon game. Yeah. I don't know why I feel like that's, you know... I can see you as the grass type. I don't know why. I just, I just can. Um, <laughs> I quite like the water types. Oh yeah. Um, again, I do also don't really know why. I, I just, I just think they're quite cute a lot of the time. That's true. Um, Piplup's a great one. Is Piplup the one in Pearl? In Gen or, Four, yeah. yeah in Pearl. Gen Four, mm. again, pretty cute. I don't know what it's the rude. one is. What's the grass one? Is it like the turtle thing? Turtwig, yeah. Oh, again, yeah, that is cute. Turtwig. My uh, first turtwig was called Twiggy. I was I was that like ten nice. when that game came out. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I think I I named I so I owned Pokemon Ruby. That was like the first oh, yeah. Pokemon I loved, and I chose Mudkip, and I I named my Mudkip Kippy. So nice. nice. <laughs> we we I, both it, every so, kid does it. Yeah. I mean, I'm absolutely going to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> so like Twiggy the second, like yeah, know. of course. Reborn. Really hashtag number two. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know what I'm probably going to play. No. Part, I think I'll maybe try and get back into Warzone. Like, yeah. Um, 
I'm so sad. I've uh, like me and my friends who sort of dropped off it quite hard. Um, but maybe that's it. Maybe that's just the end of the Warzone era for us. Sometimes it happens, and you just got to move on to another game. Yeah, um, we. I mean, me and my friends dropped off of Overwatch really hard a few months ago and haven't picked up since. And maybe that's just it. Maybe we're not going to go back. Like, there's other stuff we're playing. There's plenty more out. Yeah, and it's, it, it's you just be like that. It is. Uh, I, I'm. I'm also though. I'm getting the hankering for for Valorant, so I may have to sort of Ooh. jump into your games somehow. Of course, because, yeah. Uh, no, no one I know plays it apart from you. So yeah, you and your friends, you see. So like, I don't know why. I just want that stress back. Uh, <laughs> You're welcome to take on some of the stress. <laughs> the stress of Valorant. I want it back just in time for Christmas. Um, so, yeah, that's maybe what my plan is to try nice. and get back into that because Halo is fun. It's just not quite doing it for me. Again, Warzone, I feel like it's just maybe it's had its time. Um, Battlefield, just, again, didn't, just didn't really care for it that much. So, mm. you know, it's, it just happens. It's just like it that. Does. Um, but so speaking of the new battlefield and that, um, and this is yes. my last podcast, we were going to do one more little section uh, of, out of this uh, and talk about what we've enjoyed covering this year because it's the end of the year. That's a, a nice thing we probably would do anyway. Um, so, Ed, has there been anything in particular that you have enjoyed covering FPS wise or otherwise? You know, we could try and keep this with the theme of the podcast, but at this point, we've just talked about Pokemon <laughs> for like 10 minutes. So. <laughs> What yeah, we enjoyed sure, covering. Yeah. So uh, I guess in keeping with the theme for now, I'm sure we'll, we'll you know, dip out of that scene. I think FPS-wise, it's got to be Battlefield and Vanguard. Um, it's kind of the obvious choices, but, you know, they're two sort of big releases and it was quite cool to be able to have the opportunity to sort of play them and throw my thoughts down uh, on paper about them, um, even if sort of both offerings didn't really... You know, they weren't groundbreaking and actually yeah. at least Battlefield felt like actually quite unfinished, to be honest, um, and still is basically in the process of being finished. <laughs> um, but it, it was like a cool chance to, you know, play it and, and yeah. get my thoughts down um, and sort of be like, it was kind of like a learning process for me, like being critical about them, but not being like just horrible and mean. Um, for sure it's, yeah, yeah. it's like quite it is quite sort of uh at least when you sort of first start out in writing i remember being sort of quite mean about these games and and not really sort of not thinking about it in a weird way i don't know if that makes sense but kind of just no it totally does horribleness on on paper and i have a lot of respect for good features and reviews writers like yourself because it's so hard to come up with a good opinion on something that isn't really really harsh or like demeaning or anything like that but also fair like that kind yeah. of that criticism is difficult and i think you did a really good job on all your your coverage of, of vanguard and that thank you yeah it was it was hard because at times i was like man am i am i being like really sort of horrible here um and i try not to be um i'm still sort of trying to to get better at because i think yeah. i find it hard to cover games that i'm not sort of that i would was disappointed by or maybe wasn't big on um because i i pref much prefer writing stuff that is positive and that i really love i find it much easier to do that so when it comes to actually writing up something that's like man i wish this was better or this is just totally unfinished it is hard i don't know do you do you sort of feel the same way um about it uh yeah you know? 
it's sort of do you find it easier to cover stuff that you're much more positive about um, yeah I or... think I think it is always easier to cover stuff that you have a lot of love for because you tend to have more knowledge of that stuff as well so yes it, there yeah, comes a, a level of understanding with it I think um and there's always nice to gush about things you like. Uh, I'm in a fortunate position where, as a news writer, I don't really write about a lot of stuff that I don't like. So it's a, it's a hard one for me to, to comment on. But I mean, there's, there's as a news writer, it's also difficult occasionally because I have to write stuff that yeah. I, I'm not interested in. So And I have to kind of, not feign interest, but still find enough interest in like a trailer or enough details to kind of mention in a post um, to give people a, the full idea of, of what it is, even if it's something that I wouldn't ever really touch. Yeah, I think that's what I respect about you, Imogen. I think that's oh, really thanks. good. Like you're right. I think it, I think like you make the news posts extremely interesting, even if I may not have been interested in that thing that you've written about. Um, I I don't know. I think you put a really cool spin on a lot of a lot of the stuff. So oh, yes, thank you very much. It's all right. Um, but yeah. also in keeping and kind of you know things that you like to write about. Um, is, you know over your sort of time here, what have you? enjoy covering what what has been you know the stuff that you've loved god yeah so i think the thing i and it's I'm a broken record at this point because i love apex legends but the thing i have most enjoyed covering this year was the most recent apex season um so i was invited to the press event which was held online it was all digital uh to to go and play the map early and to see a little presentation about what's going on and, and get a q a with the devs and stuff as well uh, and that was fantastic because it's i i've done a few of those now for apex um, and they've all been really, really good. I just think this one in particular, because the new map is absolutely fantastic and the new character is absolutely fantastic. And it was just all around a really lovely press event. And then getting to write that up from a point or where like I've been excited about Apex for a long time now. And as we've just said, you know, it's something that I have a lot of knowledge about because I love it. So it was it was really fun to get to write all of my kind of opinions and thoughts about how everything would fit in with different metas and stuff as I'm writing this post up. Uh, yeah. about the the new map and the character in that it does sound like an absolute dream to be able to like do all of that on a game yeah. that you just really enjoy like it must have been sort of so excited for sort of every part of that yeah. um it's always it's always fun getting getting emails in my inbox from from the apex prs because i'm like oh am i gonna get to do something exciting um i think that's been what i've enjoyed most at my time at rps kind of in general like i don't know if you for valorant as well and they've been fun <laughs> Uh, although a lot of those tend to be with influencers so you have to play with people who are like streamers and like they're fine like they're quite loud <laughs> um <laughs> yeah uh, and and you know there's always that worry that i'm going to be that journalist that's not good at video games but you know as we've already established i'm platinum and everything at it so it's fine. <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> but so that's been really fun i think that's i've enjoyed that the most and i obviously, obviously like away from fps's as well i've done some some cool interviews and stuff this year uh like over uh, the kind of Halloween period, I interviewed Daniel Mullins, who made Inscription, because that game's absolutely fantastic. Oh my and I God, really enjoyed yeah. the chat we had. Uh, really, really enjoyed that chat. Um, and I've done some other really cool stuff this year as well. So it's been, my highlights have definitely been getting to do Apex previews, because those are, they, they don't come very often, but when they do, they're an absolute blast. <laughs> yeah, and you've done so many uh, interviews. You, know, you, you mentioned Inscription there. You've done loads of those, and they're all great, like... Uh, aside from inscription, is is there another one maybe that kind of you um, feel? Oh man, that was off the top of my head. Cool. So I feel like I've just dipped. Just no, jumped, no, that's fine. Uh, I've I've done like a few just solo developer interviews this year. Um, like the inscription one. Um, I did one for the developer of Hoko Life as well. But um, one that stands out to me was 
uh, sort of a bit a bigger endeavor that I published earlier this year. It must have been around February, March time um, when I did a kind of more in-depth piece about early access and how developers like early access and why they keep going for it. And I interviewed the Darkest Dungeon devs who have now brought out Darkest Dungeon 2. So there's a bit of information about that in there. Um, and the Hades devs as well. I spoke to Greg Casavin, which is really cool. Uh, and also the Larian folks as well. Um, so that like I spoke to a few more than that as well. There's off the top of my head, but that was a really cool piece to put together because that was quite a lot of work. Um, and, yeah, it's yeah. a huge and it's about a lot of, of games I enjoy as well. So yeah, that was really good. So I'm I'm looking at it now. It's called Developers Tell Us Why Early Access Games Are Better Than Ever. Um, so if you want to go go find <laughs> it, um, it's it's there. Uh, it was published in May, which is May. Mad. God, later than yeah. I thought. Um, so there we go. Yeah, you can find that on on the RPSs. Um, yeah, I th- I think just sort of speaking for myself, like just totally off FPS like topics. I think one of my favorite things re- like to write this year was like the Valheim posts oh, when Valheim God, yeah. was taking off. I kind of just wrote some silly posts about like carrots and all of that sort of stuff. Um, oh, your coverage about him was fantastic. That was really uh, I like the carrot post was so good. <laughs> it's just like (laughs) it was just an excuse to like just be silly for like an hour each each day essentially just like write something up and i just i just really enjoyed doing that um kind of like silly diary posts so i quite like to do that more sort of in future but it's hard because not a lot of games like valheim kind of swing around all the time yeah um so i think people who work for non-pc gaming websites got very lucky over the last year or so with animal crossing because that has been a beat where so many fun stories have come out of and um, yes. we, we just kind of we need more stuff like that on PC that we can pull fun and weird stories out of Valheim was great for it I think New World was alright for it as well New World has some weird MMO stuff going on it's yeah. kind of interesting to look at yeah for sure it's it, PC is kind of home to a lot of serious stuff we need more like fun community things like that so um, but no that's Perhaps. like a pretty big selection it is of- maybe 2022 will have more more for us to to play and write fun things about yeah i hope so because it's, it's sort of shaping up to be a pretty big year for games um, yeah for sure just like almost maybe a bit too too much uh but i, I don't know well, i think we'll we need it don't we i think we need it after this year which has been a bit kind of bitty um, it has yeah this year has had some fantastic indies um oh yeah but some kind of like not so great triple a stuff so i'd be looking forward to seeing more sort of bigger stuff next year like elden ring and all that obviously very highly anticipated but yeah but also more indies more indies is fine like that indies yeah bit of both please yeah um so there we go good stuff and um and and lastly uh for final sort of time on on to news uh oh my god (laughs) Oh, it's late in the year. It's late in the year. I've yeah. It clearly Imogen's leaving has just left me. I'm just thinking about (laughs) news. Um, but no, I mean names. Uh, well, one of us presents three player names from a shooter we've played recently uh, that made us laugh or think. Who even are they? Um, so Imogen is is your turn. Your last is my last name. Okay, um, I'm gonna save that for last. Uh, so I, I'll, these are from recent Valorant matches. Um, so my first one for you is what I think says Microsoft Donut, but it's not spelled Microsoft. It's spelled with capital M and then S F T and then capital D and O N U T. 
It's like Microsoft. it's like MSFT donut, but MSFT I thought was like short for Microsoft. Yeah, I, thought, I, I don't know if it might be short for something else. I haven't googled it. Maybe I've just said something awful. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, <it's true. laughs> I hope not. Horrendous. Um, Microsoft donut. I yeah, Microsoft donut. Microsoft donut. Yeah. I. It sounds like either like a, a bot. Like <laughs> it's like yeah. two things to me. It could be like a bot that you know like. Microsoft Donut. Donut is just a bot that Microsoft yeah. deployed to play Valorant. Or like I'm imagining an Xbox like shaped donut of some form. Like maybe a, like a literal donut. So you know, um, I was thinking someone Microsoft is trying to advertise their new range of donuts. <laughs> so they've maybe they've made more than one in-game name, which is like, oh Microsoft Donut. It's like subliminal messaging. You see oh my it. God. So you see you see a donut and you're like, oh man, I think Microsoft make those. That's so that's so sneaky if it they is. have done that. Um <laughs> I I think that's a very good idea and I would be very up for trying a Microsoft donut. Yeah, um, do you think it'd be green like an Xbox logo? Didn't they do Xbox themed Krispy Kremes? I've just remembered. I think they did that. Yeah. And they had like lime filling and they were bright green and they looked a bit <laughs> scary. Yeah, I I'm pretty certain I had one. I was in like yeah, I actually did. Like I I didn't, you know, I didn't order one or anything, but I'm pretty certain I was in the office uh, at the time um, and someone had brought like brought them in as a present for someone else. And I managed to just, you know, be be there at the right time oh, of just, course, to of sweep course. up the one <laughs> the or two. Donuts. Yeah, the Microsoft Donuts. <laughs> and um, weirdly, the one I had didn't have a lime filling. It just had a chocolate filling. Oh. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Maybe there's like... D- different types of microsoft donut but it was, it was nice it was just a chocolate filled one so it's oh, weird because okay. it was like had the green icing on top so i was expecting yeah. it to be like <laughs> actually horrific <laughs> i could like filling does not sound good to me um but no so there you go i have eaten one it wasn't lime but i'm sure there are lime which i would not want to eat um Maybe. And, well, yeah. where they go? Maybe this person was trying to advertise those donuts. Well, they were technically Xbox donuts, but it's technically Microsoft, so Microsoft donuts. Very good. Go. Yeah. That's, that's my first name for you. <laughs> my second one is going to possibly require some explaining because I'm not sure you'll know who this right, is. Right. Okay. So my second one is Budget Tens. Oh, um, okay. Do you know who Tens is? I think I do know who Tens you know is. Tens is, um, Tens is ten, like the yeah. best Valorant player in the world, basically. <laughs> Um, like watching his streams and his gameplay, you would not think it is a human being making the movements that he's doing. He genuinely plays like a bot, and it's quite quite spectacular to see. Um, yeah, yeah, he's so like this, frighteningly good, isn't he? Like, like scarily good. It's it's nuts. He's he's even done streams where you can see his hands moving, so you you know he's not cheating or anything. Like he's just that good. It's it's terrifying. Um, but yes, the person I was playing was called Budget Tens. <laughs> um. <laughs> And, I, and it was a jet player, so, you know, kind of tracks. Lots of jets think that they're very good, um, or, or perhaps not in this case. Uh, I don't remember how well they did. I don't, I think they might have been, like, top fragging. Like, oh. they were, this is on the enemy team, so they were doing, I don't remember them being completely top of the leaderboard, but they were doing well, so maybe, like, second of the leaderboard. Which, again, would track for a budget tens, because, yeah. you know... They know they're sort of, you know, second, second best yeah. to terms. Maybe they were controlling tens. it. They were like, well, I can't be top because I'm budget tens. So I have to at least They have be to like second. role play as, yeah. as budget tens. Mm-hmm. But maybe if they unleashed their true potential, they could be as maybe. good as or better than tens. 
But see, now um, I don't know if this was maybe just Tenz's like Smurf account when he kind of can't be asked to try very hard. So he's like, well, today I'm just budget Tenz. <laughs> today <laughs> I'm budget Tenz. Yeah, maybe. Because I'd imagine it must be quite sort of stressful to have to stream to an audience and be on your A game constantly. So maybe this is him off stream, maybe. just yeah. chilling. Um, kind of reminds me of when you, like at Sainsbury's, if you pick up some like, I don't know, Kellogg cereal or something. And it costs loads. But if you go to Aldi and Lidl, you basically get like... I like the so off-brand ca- stuff. You get the off-brand stuff. Yeah. And it's still like really good, but it's not quite the same. Um, that's what it reminds me of. Uh, so... Yeah, yeah no, I, 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 I can picture that. It's just, like, <laughs> it's just like somebody else who's cosplaying as Tens with a slightly shitty stream setup. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. There you but, go. Yeah. Like, thank I, you, Budget Tens. I hope he does well. Yeah, I do too. But not too well. No, he still needs to stay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. My last, my, my final name for you, Ed. My God. Is, in all caps, Yeet. <laughs> and then in lower caps, Bumbo. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeet um, Bumbo. Yeet Bumbo. They were playing the new character in Valorant, Chamber. Uh, oh, and okay. they were absolutely slaughtering us. Were they? <laughs> yep. Uh, and they were slaughtering us so much so that one of my friends after our match decided to look up this person's stats on like a stat tracker. You can like blitz.gg or tracker.gg uh, you can use for Valorant. Um, and they were immortal. Oh my God. What the? Like f- the highest rank yeah, you that's... can be. Not sure why we were put up against an immortal player. It, this was unranked, so it's. So it's fine because it's not like, you know they yeah, don't match you that, that specifically, but like, yeah, Yeet what? Bumbo, Yeet Bumbo, the immortal, the immortal player. Valorant player. Oh my god, that's ridiculous! It sort of feels like Yeet Bumbo is almost like a Smurf account to them. I don't yeah. know why it just gives off like Smurf accounts or vibes. Well, see, I wondered because whenever you watch, um, so I just watched a bunch of the. Valorant Champions Tournament, which is like the the main esports event they do, um, and it, in that they all at the beginning of their names they have their team name, so um, it would say like it, it'd be in capital letters in like in a short form. So now I'm wondering, is he part of some sort of champions team or esports team whose name is Yeet because it's in all caps, <laughs> and is his name actually just Bumbo? Because <laughs> that that could so be the case. Because I could yeah. see like a bunch of esports people setting up like a fun team called Yeet. Um, even though I haven't heard the word used recently a lot, but I could you know I could see it coming back into fashion. Um, and Bumbo, I like Bumbo. I feel like Bumbo reminds me of Binding of Isaac. I swear there's. Like a yeah, there's like a Bumbo. DLC called The Legend of Bumbo or something, yeah. right? Is that a Binding of Isaac thing? I feel like that's a Binding of Isaac thing. I feel like it is, uh, but I've also just typed it into Google and it's a, it's a, the Bumbo is a potty. It's a three-in-one potty training solution. Oh no. Um, <laughs> because now this name could just mean throw a potty. So yeah, I actually think, <laughs> do you think he's literally just going Oh throw... no, that could be it, yeah. He's literally eating a bumbo seat for babies, yep. like, a, like a booster seat for... Yep. Which is right at my head in Valorant and killing me on the spot because he's a really good shot. Like an immortal... Yeah. That seems like a really weird thing to happen. Like some weird glitch in the system that has matched you yeah. with... 
it's, one of the very it's actually best. happened a couple of times recently and i think it's because one of the people i play with is actually incredibly good at valorant like he did used to be on esports teams for csgo and now he plays valorant and he's just mental um and we can't keep up with him so whenever we play games with him now even in unrated it matches us with people like that it's it's happened a few times we've had more players on the enemy team which is like which is fine if he can deal with them because if but if he can't deal with them then the rest of us are all just getting shot on by immortal players and that's less fun (laughs) oh my god that is brutal you have to like yeah. Sort of tell him to he almost needs like, like a second account like please can you yeah. just tone it down a little bit because he can't keep up with you he must be insane as well very, like yeah to be uh, to have played on like teams and stuff in csgo i feel like that translates well to yeah yeah to valorant. yeah we've got a few um, people like that in, in my, my my kind of valorant group and yeah playing with them is not always easy uh <laughs> No, especially because I, need... I didn't start PC gaming till like three years ago. I feel like I've caught up, not caught up completely, but I feel like it's thrown me in at the deep end enough that I've gotten reasonably good at PC games very quickly. <laughs> yeah, I, I need them to sort of carry me. I think that's why. <laughs> that's us. why I need. Yeah, I actually do need. That's to what they do for me. They just carry me, carry me to victory. Uh, and eat maybe Bumbo. We're hiring. Eat Bumbo. <laughs> yeah, Come join us too. Please eat Bumbo. <laughs> hire us for your team that's probably called Yeet it um, is god well I, I can't believe that it's the final the final names it is the final um, names but who knows we've learned we, so much we have actually Today, learned we learned what a bumbo was yeah I feel like we were better off without it but you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah we didn't need to know that did we no, um, no. there are a lot of but things we can't, we can't have a names where we don't learn something so we've got to end it End it on a good one. <laughs> End it on a high. Yeah. If you eat bumbo. <laughs> um, no, it's been good. It's been a lot of fun, this names thing. And, it and maybe it'll return in the future. Maybe. Um, and I think it should. Yeah. And I'll, I'll continue learning. Uh, and you'll be there like a, I don't know. I was going to say like a guardian angel of Yeet Bumbo or something. <laughs> I could just um, feed you names even yeah. after the podcast is gone. I'll just occasionally send one to you. Be like, hey, look at this. <laughs> yeah, be like, Imogen, please, like, stop. <laughs> <Can you> just... <laughs> it's like Sunday at like 1am, please. <laughs> um, but I need yes. to sleep. Yeah, I need to sleep. I can't be. <laughs> you need to stop this. Um, but no, th- there you go. Names. It's over. Maybe. It's over. Um, yeah, that, I, I should. I sort of feel like I should say like thank you so much for you know being a a, a brill podcaster and and mate and everything. Um, it's been a real pleasure. Oh, um, thank you very much for adopting me into the the audio bang because it it used to be the the war zone audio bang. Yeah, and um, yeah. we retooled it, but yeah, it's been nice to be here. I've very much enjoyed our chats. Yeah, and I'm sure like our, our sort of. Our listeners and everything they'll they'll miss you um but you'll be doing stuff on your new adventures so um yeah that'll be i will i look forward to um <laughs> i was gonna i was also just gonna say hopping in your backpack and joining you in those adventures <laughs> but that feels like a bit weird so i, w- I won't be jumping in your I, backpack i will i'll take that as a uh, the way I I know what you meant, and I will take it as a, a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> Not as like a weird stalker Not, thing. Uh, Please yeah, don't. Ed yeah. is actually stalking me. <laughs> Blink three times if you need help. <laughs> and uh, and on that note, um, 
Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Ultimate Audio Bang. Uh, And if you want to make sure you never miss an episode, uh, then be sure to subscribe via your podcasting platform of choice. Uh, There are also a number of other ways you can support the show. You can follow us on Twitter. RPS is at Rock Paper Shot. I am at From Edward. And Imogen is at MeBeck. And if you want to chat to some lovely people, you can go join the RPS Discord. That's at discord.gg slash rockpapershotgun. And you can get some very nice clothes in the form of RPS shirts and hoodies. Just head on over to store.repop.com to see what threads we're selling and whether you'd like to purchase any. And last but not least, for all of your PC gaming needs, make sure you head on over to rockpapershotgun.com. So that's it for the both of us. Uh, We'll catch you later. Bye. Bye.